Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next What up, Knicks fans, and what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And what is up, Jason? What's going on, Craig? Back again for the third time in a row. Yep, that's right. That's right. If anybody likes our show or listens to it, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen and leave us some five-star ratings and or reviews. I'm doing that religiously now at the top of the show. Good for you. It's been a couple weeks since we last talked. Jason, let me just clear something up. Jason, I listened to the last podcast. Okay. Did you listen to it? Yes, I did. I obviously edited it, so I'm I'm very familiar with it. Barry, did you listen to it? Yeah, yeah, I listened the next day. Did you did you guys notice any weird sounds? And I'm assuming they were from Jason. I did not. I didn't hear anything. I did. Okay. So that's all that matters, to be honest. <laughs> And uh, Jason, I don't know if you've got some like nervous thing going on over there or you're like clicking things, but I'm going to keep an eye on you tonight. Okay. All right. Because there was something going on in the last show that was driving me crazy. Do you have a pen that you click? Nope. I got nothing here. Tapping. I, mean, I don't remember doing anything last week. So right. you're going you're gonna to try to um, pinpoint it tonight as we're recording this. You're going to try to do some investigative. Yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on Jason. Okay. okay. That's right. That's fine. We didn't do a show last week because there's a lot of really serious shit going on, and there's not a lot of serious shit going on with the Knicks, so I just thought, I mean, I was honestly torn. Like, do we come on the podcast and talk about what's going on, or do we just, you know, lay low? So how have you guys been through all this? I mean, is this a little, like, awkward because you don't know what to say? That's the vibe I'm getting from both of you. We could talk about the selling bikes and all that, you know. (laughs) Like, give me some of the... We'll get to all the big stuff later, but give me, give me some of the just what's going on. Barry, are you getting free time? You're in a weird setup tonight. What I'm is in this view? Where Are you in a different setup. house? Where are you? I'm in my ass. We're getting our carpet ripped up and uh, and replaced in the basement. But there's like, so they came the other day and they ripped up most of it, but they didn't rip up all of it. So I'm like on the portion that they didn't rip up. So I'm like crammed in a corner. In the basement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you, you, do you have your whiteboard still? No, no, I'm I'm freeballing it tonight, Craig. You must be feeling very naked, <laughs> yeah, vulnerable. <laughs> I mean, what would be on my whiteboard tonight, Craig? There's no NBA. There hasn't been for three months. The Knicks aren't going to be in the remainder of this season. You know, we, we, we touched on a little bit of draft stuff a few weeks ago. I didn't think we were delving into it tonight. What's going to be on my whiteboard tonight? That's right. I'll do all the work tonight. It's fine. Jason's here, and how have you been? Good, good. Do I need to do this every week, like talk about how everyone's been? Because now, no. now with Jason here, it feels like 
it's you don't a have chore. To, you know? It is a chore. I think we should probably. I mean, and then no one ever fucking asks about me. So yeah, you get the short end of the stick. But I feel yeah. like you're very. Well, no, you're not that private all the time. Some things are private about. Well, I do have this hoop now in my driveway, which is stellar. Really upgraded my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I installed a hoop in the driveway, and it sucks right now because we we got our drive. We're getting our driveway repaved, and we've just got the rocks, so you can't really dribble Ugh. without it going all over the place right now. Disappointing. But it gets paved tomorrow, which I'm excited about. My son's oh. been getting better every day at shooting the ball like a man. Re- overhand, not underhand. Beautiful. She started off only wanting to shoot underhand, which is embarrassing. Nice. Every time he does that, I yell at him. <laughs> even though it's so hard for him to shoot it normal and get it to the rim, even on like a seven foot rim. But that's been fucking awesome. Yeah, I feel like like during look during the season when there's basketball going on. Well, I think we gotta skip the niceties and all that. But I mean, it's. You know, what are we going to fill up this podcast with if we don't talk a little bit about what's going on with us? No, well, you know, the show, we're going to talk about Thibodeau and the coaching rumors again for the, and again and again, just like we have every show in the world, which honestly gets fucking boring. But there have been some articles that have come out. You know, we're going to talk about Black Lives Matter and the MSG statement and the heat the Knicks are getting right now. So let's just fucking get into it. And, and this, I just want to preface this show by saying if we say anything that anyone disagrees with strongly, please don't hold that against us. Right, guys? What, are you going to come out with some, like, crazy takes or what? What are you, You're, like, apologizing before we even say anything. <laughs> well, because I feel like it's very, it's a very sensitive environment right now, and I feel like it's very hard to say the right things all the time. And we're right. just going to be talking freely right now. No, right. we're not professional speakers, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so let's get into it with Jason because he loves politics. You're gonna go to me first. Yeah, absolutely. You've got strong views, Jason. Yeah, I don't know if those are the kinds of views that you want though on this podcast. What? Yeah, we do. We want to hear it all, Jay. Let's let it go. Seriously? Did you see the Nick statement? Yes, I actually I have it right in front of me. So they're getting a lot of heat about this statement, right? They first of all it took a while to come out. Yeah, because originally there was that internal email that leaked, which they had to know was going to leak. There's no way it's not getting out there. And if we had to pick a side, right? We're, I mean, we're obviously on the side of uh, Black Lives fucking matter. Yes. Yes. Clearly, and a lot of fans are upset that the Knicks couldn't just fucking say that statement in their statement. And they were upset that it took so long. So here's what it says. Do you want to read it, Jay, or should I? Sure, why not? Every one of us has a role to play in creating a more just and equal society where there's no racism, bigotry, violence, or hate. We stand with all who act for positive change. And that's from Madison Square Garden Sports and Entertainment. And is that does that statement bother you? It's too vanilla for me. There's nothing there. Everybody said it was a little weak, a little vanilla. Yeah. There's there's nothing there. It doesn't say Black Lives Matter. There's no there's no hashtag. There's no nothing. Now listen, they're not the only team where it's been a little vanilla. A lot of them have been really generic. But I mean, for the NBA, which has had some really really vocal members speaking out, I mean, this is this is pretty pathetic. I mean, I agree. It's it's totally generic. I don't. I mean, I think that they. I mean, it's a safe. It's safe, right? <laughs> you can't. Dolan's not going to piss Trump off. The Knicks aren't going to piss piss off one side and, and make another side happy. But yeah, you look at other team statements around the league or around other sports or other teams. 
Did you read the the Mets statement? No, I didn't see that one. And SNY had a SNY and the Mets are related, right? Um, yeah, they own them. They own them. So it was a similar statement. I don't have SNYs up, but here's the Mets statement. Queens, New York is one of the most diverse areas in our country. We take pride in our diversity. It is our strength. That is why we denounce all forms of racism and discrimination. We stand with our state, our city, and community. We hope to be a part of positive change in our society. All right, that's the whole statement. Yeah, see, I mean, so, yeah, that, that didn't mention police brutality. It didn't mention George yeah, Floyd. It didn't also. mention Black I mean, Lives Matter. That's fucking lame. Not a lot of uproar there. I mean, there should maybe be uproar for all the teams that have these vanilla statements. I, I don't see. Is. I don't have an issue with the fucking vanilla statement. Oh, here we because go. Because it's a fucking basketball team. It's not my politician. It's not my state assemblyman. It's not an organization that regularly fights for activism and people's rights. It's a basketball team, and I understand that you know a lot of players in this league do do community service, and they are involved. In you know a lot of these types of organizations, and I understand that other basketball teams have taken a more vocal stance. But what's going on right now? Obviously, I'm not as affected by it as other people are. I care about the issue. I do understand that Black Lives Black Lives Matter, and I believe that Black Black Lives Matter. But obviously, it doesn't hit my inner core because it's not something I have to live with every day and fear that I'm going to get targeted by the police. And I, you know, and, and I have compassion for people that do. In the same breath, though, I am not looking for my sports team to be the spokesperson for this movement. I don't have a problem with people that are looking for that because they want to feel represented and maybe they see that, you know, their 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 best friend sports team is representing how they feel. I'm not looking for that personally. And the statement that they came out with, as vanilla as it was, was enough for me. And again, I can understand it not being enough for other people, but that was enough for me. I, I don't, I'm not looking for more than that. Like for me, like for me, I think that the all like everybody jumping on the Knicks is alone is unfair. But I could see if you want to jump on all the teams that gave vanilla statements. And I totally get what you're saying about you. You not you feel like your team doesn't need to be making a big strong statement. But I think at this time in our country with all these fucking lunatics and assholes and racists who make really strong statements the other way that, you know, when someone says Black Lives Matter, they fucking whine that all lives matter and this fuck, all this baby shit, right? right. Um, that, yeah, I mean, I do think it's important for our leaders and our corporations to give strong statements in support of this movement, you know, because it's to counter what's going on on the other side and to really stand up to it. I just, I mean, I do think it makes a big difference, but I don't think it's fair to, to like Windhorse, Windhorse, Brian Windhorse. Did you see a statement today about the Knicks? Or is, yeah, yeah I saw said? it. I watched no. the, uh, I watched the video. Something that then you know that players around the league have never had a lower, like approval of the Knicks or something like that, right? And it's going to be very hard for them to attract anyone. Give me a fucking break. Did you see the Dallas Mavericks statement? Have you seen that one? No. Check this out. Are you ready for this? <laughs> Go ahead. We will not stand for injustice, inequity, and disparity. History goes through phases. Phases in restoring, rebuilding, and rebounding as people. Rebounding takes a team effort, and we will rebound together. I mean, what the fuck is that? All these basketball analogies. <laughs> I know. I and think they didn't also, say though, anything. that Mark Cuban is a more vocal person than James Dolan when it comes to speaking out about 
certain issues. So maybe the, the statement is somewhat vanilla and similar to the Knicks, but I think, you know, Mark Cuban is out there more and he's willing to say certain things that James Dolan wasn't or, or isn't. So he, he, you know, the Mavs kind of get a, a pass on that. Maybe, but Jason, but I'm just reading you their fucking team statement right now. Also, and that's, re- that's, remember, that's you know, awful. Get, there was nothing in the beginning. And then there were all these reports that the players were pissed off. And so you know that the players are aggravated. And then this is what they come up with. They know that there's that within the locker room, so to speak, there, there are players who aren't happy. And this just, I mean, do you think this made them feel any better? Probably not, I'm sure. Was anybody going to ever be happy, regardless of what the statement would have been? Were people going to be happy? They still would have gotten the rap that, okay, now you waited till the guy's funeral. You waited two weeks after the fact to say something. And now you're going over the top. You know, let's say they did say Black Lives Matter and, you know, and it was a lot more specific. They still, it, the statement was going to get nitpicked and broken apart. And I still feel like, I feel like it's being overanalyzed. Like every fucking thing the Knicks do. But they put themselves in that position, though, by not doing anything in the beginning. They should have just done something at the beginning. Perhaps. You know, from... A business standpoint, you can understand James Dolan's reasoning in that internal email for not saying something. Again, sports is a little different, you know, but the bottom line, he's running a business. And that was that was his gut instinct as a business owner as to the right step, which was not to do anything. And ultimately, you know, which, which he conceded in the end, it was the wrong move to make. You know, you're right. He, you know, in hindsight... Of course, you know, he should have put out a statement at the beginning. If it, and if this was the statement he put out at the beginning, it probably would have been fine. Yeah, if he put this out the next day, no, nobody probably would have said anything. But they're obviously getting heat for being the last NBA team to issue a statement, even if they all were sucked. How about NASCAR banning Confederate flags? It's about freaking time. In all races. <laughs> that is like the most shocking thing I've ever heard. And it's amazing. And it's great. <laughs> I read a tweet about that today and I was loving all the NASCAR fans very irate about that. Oh yeah, in the comments because yeah. it's really you know, enjoyable. You don't want to you don't want to attack Southern pride or Southern heritage. There were there were NASCAR fans like this is the last straw. I will not be attending any more NASCAR events. It's like you, you watch people drive around in a circle for a couple of hours. Calm down. You want to talk about statements? Did did either of you see the the Ben and Jerry's one? Nope. Yeah. Well, is that is there a Ben and Jerry's statement? Yeah, Ben and Jerry's put out a statement, and it was just. Well, are they no longer? They're no longer serving vanilla ice they, cream. They, <laughs> I mean, they just said. And God damn it, they shouldn't. It's. I mean, it I'm is, embarrassed, pretty much. It's crazy. Like it goes. Oh, I mean, it's long and detailed and involved. Give us and some it, highlights. It talks about Africans being brought here to Jamestown in 1619 and systematic. Uh, systemic racism in the history of our like it goes I mean it's like a like a college thesis paper it's really really in, involved does it come to like any type of conclusion yeah they go through like all these specific things that they want done they call for the passing of a specific piece of legislation they, they mention Jim Crow like I mean they went they go all in which isn't surprising for them because it's you know it's a couple of hippies and they always have some you know, they're always pretty politically active, but I mean, they went above and beyond what anybody else did. Ben and Jerry. Yeah. I mean, even in their statement, they, they talk about, Tra- they mentioned Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, Eric Garner. They mentioned Emmett Till, which, I mean, that was 1955. 
I mean, it, it is a forceful statement if you look it up. And what was the reaction like? Have people people read couldn't it? believe it. People were like, people were giving them a lot of props for it. They even went after the the, the president in it. And has the president responded? Not to Ben and Jerry's. It's, I think that's the one that he hasn't responded to. It's not even as creamy as they say it is. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> best. Exclamation point. <laughs> Gives me diarrhea. <laughs> Disgusting. Hippie losers, Ben and Jerry. Too many flavors. <laughs> so. They only sell those in those little... Why do they only sell Ben and Jerry's in those little containers? Because if they sent them in larger ones, sell them, sell them in larger ones, you'd end up eating way too much freaking ice cream because it's delicious. And it forces you to buy more more containers. Yeah. Are you guys eating a lot of ice cream right now? Yeah, I, have I am. Been. Yes. Oh, yeah. Chip witches. We're big on the Ooh. chip witches. It's a hard Nick's life, but for this ad, we like to say it's a crummy Nick's life. Using a family recipe born in 1950s Brooklyn and perfected on the east end of Long Island, Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company promises to deliver you the finest and most delicious crumb cakes on the market. With flavors like classic crumb, blackout, salted caramel, and Brooklyn Joe, your taste buds will thank you. And they're available in two sizes. The classic 8 by 8 inch size cakes or their world famous crumpkins, which are essentially crumb cakes in mini muffin form. So take a trip down Clarkson Avenue and crumb get some. Visit www.clarksonavcrumb.com and use promo code HARDNICKSLIFE for 23% off your order. Guys, you want to hear some reviews from the last show? Oh. We debuted um, the news with J. Edgar Hooper. <laughs> we had that great flashback to the old tape that was found. Was that the last show? It seems like so yeah, long. Yeah, it was the last one. So uh, Bill Lee emailed, and this was about the, uh, the flashback tape. Whoever's idea was to do a flashback to the Stark Stunk game, genius. You must do more of these groundbreaking. Wow. Look at that. What do you think of that, Barry? Nice. I'm glad I had that idea. Oh, stop it. Does that make you feel better about about that? Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was yeah. really your idea that you're pushing for. And I know, Jason, you said you had a conversation with your brother-in-law recently, and he asked why don't, you know, he doesn't listen to the show, but he said you guys should do talk about some of the old games, and you obviously said, "Oh, we just did." Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, we changed our voices to sound like we were twelve, but yeah, we did. And you said that sort of validated Barry's opinion a little bit. Yeah, it, it definitely did. Yeah, I know because Barry was pushing for it. That review I just read wasn't real. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on, that's not nice. Well, I really. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that mean. Barry would be like, yes, I told you guys that no. was going to be... I thought it would be... But Barry was just like looking down his phone the whole time. <laughs> I do have a real one about J. Edgar, though. You want to oh, hear geez. it? Adam from Yonkers. J. Edgar Hooper has to be the worst nickname. But props to J. Edgar for bringing energy to a show where some nights Barry motherfucking D sounds so tired and exhausted and doesn't even want to be there. Oh, no. Thanks for saving my favorite Nick's podcast, J. Edgar Hooper. Is that a real one, or did you just make that one up? I made that one up. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. <laughs> you know what happened? I was actually going to do some really angry, like upset, fake reviews about J. Edgar Hooper. But when I mentioned on text yesterday that we that I was trying to set it up, and I said, you know, we got some reviews. Jason, did you hear the Jason's, did you see Jason's text, Barry? His response? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so sad. <laughs> I just assumed it'd be negative. <laughs> Jay was like, well, listen, I don't, you know, I don't need to be on the show anymore. I'll go back to just being a regular <laughs> fan and listener. Right. You know, I don't want, like, 
I don't like I could tell that he was just like I can't deal with it if it it's kind of went right to that yeah <laughs> well I mean that's that's what I was assuming and I was like oh, dude obviously nobody meeting. we got no feedback really about J. Edgar but you guys hear that music it's time for the news with J. Edgar Hooper all right how's it going guys cool <laughs> Yeah, Are right. you prepared this week? I didn't tell you you were doing it. But no, this is your you thing now. But, um, you know, I mean, it's not like there is anything to talk about. Obviously, the NBA is back. Not not yet. Well, what are you not talking about? Not for how many days? Like 50-some-odd days. we still got a month and a half. <laughs> oh, man. When you <laughs> okay, say it like wow, that. Breaking news. The NBA oh. is back in 50-something days? Oh, but, uh, a yeah, lifetime. July 31st. Um, the NBA is back, right? 22 teams uh, going to Disney. Only uh, you Are you know, just going to say the same out. shit you said two weeks ago? Yeah, didn't you give us something report this check. last time? What? Yeah, but now it's official. Oh, now we okay. know for sure. That's They were just still throwing around rumors. Right. right? Is that true? It wasn't official last no, time? Yeah, we didn't know official. really the hard dates. It was only dates. made official. I think uh, the league voted on it. It was uh, 29 to 1. The only team that voted against this uh, was the Trailblazers. I guess the apparently the players weren't behind it, and so the the team voted no in solidarity with the players. And are, speaking of players who are unhappy about it, have you, are you going to talk in the news about this call that recently happened with a bunch of players that don't want to go back? Um, I hadn't planned on it. Apparently, there was a call over the last twenty four hours where a lot of players are very unhappy about coming back. Well, we know Damian Lillard didn't want to come back. He's definitely one of them, obviously. Um, I know CJ McCollum wasn't happy either. I mean, another member of the... Right, another the trailblazer. I think it probably extends beyond trailblazers. Um, I would assume. And it's something to do about, you know, having to go in the bubble for that long if you're not a championship contender, going back, putting yourself at risk. And then also just what's going on in, in the political climate right now and, you know, going back to playing basketball, I guess just isn't as important. Although it is a good time to, you know, to use that platform in some way. You know, I think interview, I would be interested in that. Interview the after the game, get some comments in there, you know, on the on the national stage. Yeah, go back to, you know, making your statements pregame, whatever that is, you know, kneeling or some sort of form of solidarity. I mean, it's a bigger stage than anyone has right now. What else is in the news, Jay Edgar? Um, so do you know about how they're seeding here with the yeah. with the eight? You care about nines? that, Barry? What? Barry, are you all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm listening. This is why they say that Jay Edgar has saved the podcast. Oh, uh, who? Alan from Yonkers? Alan? No, Bill. Uh, oh, yeah. No, Bill, no, Adam. Bill was the one who Adam, liked Adam. Adam. It was Adam. Adam from Yonkers. He said I brought the energy. <laughs> Jason, with all that energy. Yeah, all that energy. <laughs> all right. What um, else do you have? No, if the if the ninth seed. God is within damn it! Four this show is going down. Of the eighth seed, then they have to have a then they nine and eight have a play in tournament. With one another. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and the eighth only has to beat the nine nine seed one time, and the ninth has to uh, win twice in order to be in order to jump the eight. Yeah, look, I'm I'm fine with this whole schedule because and, and like this whole format because there was no easy solution with what to do, and I think that they came up with something that is a viable solution to a to to a a traumatic season and it's going to save this save the the season for them to add on to that point adam silver if he could like run for fucking president of the united states of america i would vote for the guy because 
again, like I think this is uh, he's he's handled everything brilliantly. He seems like the most logical guy. You throw like something that seems like impossible, and he listens to everybody, and he figures out the most sensical way to do something, and he's open to reason. He doesn't come across as having all the answers, and yet he always comes out on top. If I could have Adam Silver in 2020, he would be my guy. I don't think he's running. He's not. But I'd take him. Sign me up. Well, when you compare it to what's going on with baseball, I mean, this is like, you know, the complete opposite. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, but they're also saying that they expect next season to begin at normal at normal time. I thought rather December first. Possible rather Decem- than pushing it back to December. I th- I thought it was December first. They they had well, their oh, yes. That, I'm sorry. Yes, but um, but not moving in the in the in the future. I mean, right, 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 right. It would just be and next. Part season, of the reason is apparently because of like I guess NCAA and March Madness and all that kind of stuff. So wait a second. What are you saying? They're going to start the next season at the same time. Training camps are going to start November 10th. Okay, but that's way past when yeah, it normally so was. Not next the, the year after that. What? The 21-22 yeah, season. Sorry. In 2 years they're going to start ba- basketball at the normal t- time. That's what's making the news cycle for us. Listen, I, I, of course it's going to start at the regular time. Well, cuz there are a Look lot of people this, saying that they Barry. can that they should move the season. Start oh, later oh, so oh. that way they're not going up against the they're not going against the NFL. And so that way it's further into the summer where it's just then going up against baseball. So Jason, could I cut in here um, or Jay at Hoover with like some breaking news? Um, breaking news that just came out where? I mean, it came out like a week ago, but Hagen Daz has issued a statement as well. How long have you been thinking about this? This is what Barry has been doing all quiet. Over After there. talking about the Barry and Jerry story, I was wondering what is Hagen Daz saying? And I don't know if this was issued mm-hmm. after Ben and Jerry but Hagendaz is committed to being part of the solution. Let it be clear. We do not condone the systemic racism and human rights injustices. They go, they go on to say, we are firm. Black lives matter. And they're pledging $250,000 to drive change. Ooh. So, wow. I don't know how much okay. uh, Benny Jerry's strong. is forking over. So there's, there's a lot of stuff going on in the ice cream game <laughs> as well. I've got breaking news too. Go for it. Who do you got? Briars? <laughs> Turkey Hill? Pinkberry? What the fuck is Pinkberry? Frozen Yogurt Company? Yogurt? They have not said anything pretty much. <laughs> and, and on June 1st, they tweeted out a picture of, of a... Do you see this? Can you see this? No. This not cup really. of frozen yogurt with, with blueberries, chocolate all this stuff, and they said, we can't think of anything better on a day like today. Hashtag swirly goodness. <laughs> is, it, is it a chocolate vanilla swirl? Is that what it is? Uh, no, no, it's not Not even that, but they're just like going about normal, uh, they're just enjoying their fucking fro-yo. Well, right and, and, and Jason, just to let you know, and Craig, <laughs> Turkey Hill has been silent, as has Briars. Okay. Oh shit! Turkey Hill is what we have in our freezer, right? Mm. Oh no, well, we have we have better... Edie's. Not oh no, oh, we Edie's. have Turkey Hill. Well, no, we have Turkey Hill. Yeah, you should throw that shit out. You know, if you're gonna fucking what am I shit on the after Knicks, this? Yep, Edie's nothing. Nothing since <laughs> April 29th. Hmm. All right. Well, that's the news with J. Edgar Hooper. Well, I mean, that wasn't the only news, but uh, oh, you cut him off. Was that? Right? Are you done? You're still going? Well, they. I was gonna say how they 
they definitively said that the lottery is just going to be based on what everybody's record was at the time of the, the season being uh, stopped. So they're not messing with any of the, you know, so it is what it is right now. That, oh so shit! I didn't hear that. That is See devastating that? news. So what do the Knicks have a nine percent chance? I think. Well, I think it's greater than that because it falls on my birthday. So we've got that luck going for What's us. What's on your birthday? The lottery. The draft lottery is August. 25th. They announced the what? date of the lottery. Yeah, August twenty fifth. Should we do one more tankathon? Yes. Yeah, let's do it right now. And this is the official. The official what? <laughs> The official. Well, it's gonna get, we're right now sixth in the lottery standings. All right, we have a 9% chance of the number one overall. This is the official lottery standings now for the end of the season, which before oh, we, right. were, we weren't sure where we were going to be. We're number six. All right? right? Game and a half ahead of Chicago. We are where we are. It is what it is, I guess. We're going to sim the lottery. All right, we end up with the eighth pick, mm. selecting Tyrese Halliburton, point guard out of Iowa yeah. State. Who some have, you know, it's not LaMelo, so Barry's devastated right now, even though it's just a tankathon simulation. Well, but some have Tyrese Halliburton as their top point guard, so. They're out of their mind. Can can I just say I simmed it also a tankathon, and it's got the Knicks at number two with LaMelo Ball. Oh, see? Oh. Jay Edgar Hooper should be the one fucking clicking the button, Craig. So. Of course, I will also say, though, that I had to reset it about eight times because it kept coming up as like the sixth pick or the seventh pick either getting. Halliburton or Killian Hayes. Oh, well, so you're only supposed while. to do it once, Still. Jay. All right, guys, let's talk about the Knicks. The only thing that really is relevant news for the Knicks and in the rumor world is who's going to be the fucking head coach. Thibodeau is still seems to be the strong favorite to land the job, although there have been rumors that he's interested in the Rockets' head coaching job. Right. So I don't know what that means. Yet we've been reading that Thibodeau is so confident that he's getting the Knicks job. Uh, Stefan Bondi's reporting this, that he's already started reaching out to possible assistant coaches. And now we're hearing rumors that Mike Woodson is a strong candidate for the job. Well, as far as him reaching out to assistants, I mean, it's almost like a president gathering his vice president and who he's going to have with him because, you know, he is going to get a coaching job somewhere. So whether it's with the Knicks or with Houston, he's going to be able to bring over a couple of guys, you know, as many as he I, wants, yeah. really. I totally agree. When I read that from Stefan Bond, Stefan Bondi, that asshole. Yeah, he's he's confident he's getting a coaching job. He's going to get a coaching job. So he's whoever he wants is going to go wherever he goes with him, probably. So yeah, why wouldn't he start reaching out to them? Although the Knicks are do have an advantage. Have you been reading this that since they're not restarting and a lot of teams who might want to hire new coaches are, they could possibly use this time to hire Thibodeau or someone else before other teams even get an opportunity. Well, it's what like it's like what happens in the NFL when they go to the playoffs and you can't interview until after your team is knocked out. Right, it's pretty smart. Yeah, so the Knicks really do have to pounce on that as far as I'm concerned. If they know Thibodeau's their guy, I don't know if any of us like think that he should be their number 1, but if they think he is, they go for him as soon as you can. Yeah. Once the NBA gives this go ahead to start doing stuff like that. I'm not going to be disappointed one iota if the Knicks hire Thibodeau. Me neither. You know? I mean, I know we're on the record as saying like Kenny Atkinson would be our number one. Thibodeau is probably our number two. But if, if they sign Thibodeau, I'm not going to be upset about it. You know what it is, guys? Like in the past when we go after coaches, um, like like for instance, when Phil Jackson really wanted Steve Kerr, you know, and he ended up with the Warriors. And then we end up hiring like Derek Fisher. It's, it's this like huge drop off. Right. 
where if we if we're interested in Thibodeau and he's interested in coming to us, we just go for it. Like I'm I'm totally fine with that because that is way better than us ending up with someone who who we have no idea how they're going to do. Right. I mean, you Thibodeau might have moved up in my own personal uh, you know viewpoint above Atkinson at this point. You know, it's really really neck and neck for me. Anybody else, I would be upset about it. I'm not crazy about Woodson. Um, no. I mean. He, I know that he had a great season here and the players respected him and maybe he shouldn't have been fired when he got fired, but I'm not a fan of bringing back people who didn't work out entirely. And he's, he's, well, there's a coach here already. Like we're trying to turn a stone. Well, isn't that the same for Thibodeau though? No, Thibodeau wasn't a coach here. No, I mean, oh, I'm talking about just in general about who hasn't necessarily worked out. I mean, how did things end? He's a winning coach. Things didn't work out in the end in Minnesota. Carl Anthony Towns was not happy. Uh, Yo, Woodson has coached. Season, Woodson has had nine seasons as an, nine seasons seasons as an NBA coach. He's had three fucking winning seasons. All right, Thibodeau has a. I mean, he was amazing with the Bulls. They were the best defensive team for years. Competed every year. He had some great teams. He's got a winning record. He's respected by everyone, and he's going to instantly change the perception between him and Leon of the Knicks team. Oh, big time. I mean, think about the coaches we've had coaching these young guys for the past few years. It's a joke. What a joke it is. Can you imagine getting a legitimate coach? At least we know Thibodeau's a legitimate fucking coach. Yep. And they're going to be a well-coached team. The players might hate him. Who knows if it's going to work out, but at least we fucking know beyond a shadow of a doubt that we have a real coach coaching these young guys for the first time in however many years. Right, but do you want do you want a coach who at the last team the star was super happy when the coach was gone? It's fucking Carl Anthony Towns. He's a fucking whining baby. Yeah, and there's other star players that have come out and raved about Thibodeau and said, "Yeah, practices were hard, but we were ready every game." You know, Zach Levine's come out praising him. Derrick Rose came out praising him. Taj Gibson, Jimmy Butler, a ton of players have. They said they they were they felt they were always super prepared. Listen, and this, honestly, this team, Mitchell Robinson, Kevin Knox, Frank, like these guys need a fucking kick in the ass. They do. Honest. They're fucking playing Fortnite at all night long. Enough Jason. is enough. They, Knox prances around up out there on his tippy toes. All right. Frank needs someone to fucking like fire that motherfucker up because when he does get fired up, he actually plays well. These guys need that. They don't need someone to be their best fucking friend like... David Fisdale, which is like the polar opposite of Tom Thibodeau. That's right. They don't need someone taking them to the movies on Friday nights. They need someone that they fucking hate. I really believe that. Yeah, and, and I don't think they're going to hate him. And they say that, no. you know, Thibodeau's personality is not what you see in those 48 minutes on the sideline. You know, he is a very, you know, likable, you know, guy. But, you know, when, the, when he's got you in practice, he's going to work you hard. He's going to make sure you know where you got to be, what you got to do. And he gave minutes to some of those young guys if they had talent. So I don't see that as a as a as a threat either. You know, we're, we're, we're you know, our prospects aren't going to get the playing time. That's horseshit. Yeah, let's get these young guys in the hands of someone competent. And I, don't you think someone like Kevin Knox would benefit from a coach that's going to be on him? I don't know, Craig. all the time. I don't know, Craig. <laughs> some players are going to be who some they're going to be, and and it's some not. Of them will some all right, think now. Now let's think about Frank and Mitch in the hands of a defensive-minded coach. What's he going to do for those guys? I don't know, but I don't know how many. I, can I just tell you when I see like these videos of Mitchell Robinson with his handles and him like just firing away these long jump shots and they're going in, I get so happy about it. 
But he's not, his handles are not good. First of all, he's they're sharing like one clip, and even that one clip is sloppy as hell. So can you imagine what it's like <laughs> for all the other takes they didn't show? It's just it's just like a lucky. It kind of like I hate to say it, but it kind of looks like me when I'm do when I'm doing that kind of dribbling. I don't. Sometimes it looks like you got the ball on the string though. Sometimes you're just telling me that's like like one out of a hundred. Yeah, I think it is. I honestly, can I be totally honest? It still front? makes me happy though, Craig. I understand that because I know we never too. see a glimpse of this in the games. I know that, but it still makes me happy to watch them. Let me be honest with you. I'm like fairly confident it's all bullshit, and Mitchell has none of that. He doesn't have a shot. He he doesn't. Ha- he can't handle the ball like that. He is what he is. I know. That's honestly, I get so what I duped, believe, though, because he, it's still him doing this stuff. I don't care if it's one on one. I don't care if it's we in could an do empty that. Gym. I can't do Mayor? that. Did you see Mayor? Did you see Mayor? Who is Mitchell's f- former agent? Did Craig. you see his? Resp- did you see his Twitter video? Craig, do you know what I'm? Just answer me. Do you know what I'm talking? The about? The one where he's like shooting a bunch of shots in a row. Where he shoots like 45 threes in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I understand. We could do something like that if if it was long enough. I get that. If we stay out there long enough, you can do it. But but still watching him, you know, back and forth between the legs, like super quick, and then doing like these spin moves and then letting it fly, it still gets me excited. And I, I know it shouldn't because we've never seen it in a real, you know, in a, in a real game. But it makes me happy. I'm just and it, it makes that, no sense right? to me that an NBA player would be able to do all that and then an entire two full seasons he's just like I'm not going to I'm not going to show anyone any not even once not I'm not going to even Not I'm, even in a game I'm, and I know there's not a ton of them but there were games that they were up 18 <laughs> points on somebody yeah even in those games we don't see it There's enough evidence for me to know that it's bullshit Come on big meech And next season he won't do it either not no. once I know I know I know and it's again, it's not that's not what we need him to do, but still it'd be nice. Have like, you know, a five percent threat that it's gonna happen sometime. It is nice, man. I mean I you know <laughs> Jay, Jay, is it nice to you? You enjoy it? Yeah, it's nice. It makes me happy. <laughs> okay. It makes me happy. <laughs> All right, guys, that's gonna do it for the show. Is there anything else we want to talk about here? Um, the other ice cream companies we're forgetting. I was just thinking oh, of that. Dolly Madison. What? Dolly Madison. That's Skinny Cow. Mm. That's like that no fat ice cream. Talenti. I just want to say that um, every one of us has a role to play in creating a more just and equal society where there is no racism, bigotry, violence, or hate. And uh, Jason, Barry, and I stand with all who act for positive change. And honestly, we all three of us. Truly believe that, I mean, anyone, even with a racist fucking bone in their body, should just be murdered on the spot. <laughs> um, if you want to reach out to us, uh, you can email strong. us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnextlife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. You can follow Jason, maybe, one day. Maybe. Right. All right, if you want to call us, where can they call us, Barry? You can call us at the same number as always, 516-33-MESH-1. If you like our show, leave us some reviews. We did at the top of the show. Might as well do it here. Uh, go on iTunes. Go on Spotify. Give us a five-star rating. Leave us some great reviews. All right, guys, any, any final words? Barry, you go back to work tomorrow. It's a half day. Uh, has it slowed down in the shop? Uh, it's still busy, just not you guys making still... as much money because there's a bike oh. shortage. So you didn't top your three million mark for the last month? No. <laughs> so listen, I get a, I get a phone call at the shop. Um, yeah. The other day because they wanted to speak to the manager. 
And I got on the phone and she said, uh, yeah, your associate, your employee told me that if I want to come there, I have to wear a mask. And I said, yes, that's yeah. store policy. And she said, well, I don't wear a mask. I said, well, you know, then you can't come into the store. She said, well, I went to your store three months ago. I didn't have to wear a mask. I said, I understand that, but our policy has changed and now we require a mask. She's like, well, I want to shop for a bike for my 11-year-old daughter and I don't wear a mask and it's not the law. And I said, I understand it's not the law, but it's our policy. I said, I can't afford one of my employees get sick. We've been very lucky and I can't afford them to get sick and then I have to close the shop. She said, well, you're going to lose a lot of customers. I said, listen, I'm going to give you my cell phone number. The store closes at 6, but I'm here till 8 every night. Feel free to come by with your daughter. Call my cell. Tell me you're outside. I'll let you in without a mask, and I'll help you with a bicycle. I gave her my cell phone number. I did not hear from this woman. I think she's just spending her entire day, every day, just calling places to argue with them. Because where can you go in New York this day and age and not wear a mask? It's required everywhere. So is this what she does? She just calls businesses Finds out if you have to wear a mask and then just argue with you? Well, I mean, in her defense, buying a bike is a lot more difficult when you're wearing a mask. (laughs) I went to a store today because I wanted to, not because I had to. It's the first time I've been able to do that in a while. Really? Did you get any sex toys? No. What kind of store did you go to? I went to the comic book store. You ventured out in a mask to the comic book store? It's back open. Yeah. Any other time I've had to go out, it's to, you know, get food to live. The first time I've been able to go out just because I want to. You, you've you been going to bakeries to buy fucking donuts and cupcakes. That's food. <laughs> You're not a, yeah, it's not essential food. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Until next time, it is a hard Nick's life. Oh, nice job, Jay. Yeah, right in there. I was going to I was gonna wait a beat or two just to piss you off, but I decided not. Good move. <laughs> I'm going to put you waiting a beat anyway. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.